This week's parasha is Vayakhel, meaning, and he assembled. In the previous parasha, Kitisau, we come across the sin of the molten calf, and then Ananai initiates the um, reestablishment, the re- renewal of the covenant. When we get to this week's parasha, Vayakhel, Moses assembles the people and brings the word of Adonai. The word of Adonai establishes the covenant by carving out a sanctified time and a sanctified space. The parasha begins with the sanctified time, which is the Shabbat, and the sanctified space is the tabernacle. Moses tells the people that whoever has a willing heart must give to the construction of the tabernacle and the tabernacle, and in fact, there's so much that they actually have to stop. Um, the tabernacle contained gold, silver, bronze, expensive dyed fabric of scarlet, purple, and blue. Um, and at the end, God chooses um, Bezalel and Ahoya to receive the divine blueprint for the tabernacle, and he also um, gives the ability to some other people um, for the artistic aspects of it too. But the bulk of the material and the efforts come from the Israelites. The words of Parsha Vayakhel are almost identical to a previous Parsha, Tirma. And in the Bible, as is true in life, when there's repetition, it means pay attention. Now, why does it repeat this building of the tabernacle um, scene? And it could be that it was part of the literary style of the time, uh, because it was an oral tradition. But I think it was actually also because it was actually important. And the, the mention of the building of the tabernacle having um, been presented twice is evidence that it was probably the most significant um, thing to happen in the wilderness. The tabernacle shows, um, in my opinion, three aspects of God and his relationship with his people. The first is that he dwells among the people, among his people. The second is that God is king. And the third is that God uses his people to establish his kingdom. The first thing is God dwelling among his people. It's, it's something he's been trying to do since Eden. Even though he was the God of the universe, he would fellowship in Eden. And it was his goal always to do that. And so the tabernacle is kind of going back to Eden in this post-Eden setting, where there is a need for sacrifice, for special types of worship in order to have that communion with God. The second aspect of the tabernacle is that it was a tangible representation of God as king. In the harsh wilderness conditions, the portable tabernacle should have been an easy pop-up tent. Yet the Israelites were able to travel through the wilderness with an ornate tabernacle that had to be set up and packed up every time God moved them. The tabernacle was made of expensive material. It was precisely built and had tremendous beauty. It was probably laborious to set up and take down. I'm sure those of you that are involved with the setup and breakdown of the Saturday services can relate to that. The wealth and splendor of the material and the craftsmanship of the tabernacle was a modest foretaste of the kingdom of God, which we will see in its full and complete glory in the future. Amen. A third aspect of the tabernacle is the involvement of people. God is king, but he requires his people's willing participation to establish his kingdom. 
He actually limits himself in that way. He doesn't simply impose his reign over people. The building of the tabernacle required people volunteering their personal material wealth, their effort, their skill, and their time. The parasha is filled with words like willing hearts, hearts that are stirred up, hearts that are lifted up, in connection with donating material and labor. In addition to volunteering material and skill, there is a harmonious submission to the spiritual authority of Moses, Bezalel, and Oholiab. There are other parashot uh, in the Torah where there is murmuring or rebellion on, on the part, rebellion on the part of one person or a few people or many people. Uh, but in this particular one, there is a very special unity of the people under the headship of Moses that makes the building of the tabernacle especially beautiful. This parasha, as well as the next one that continues the tabernacle building theme, are among my favorite parashas in the whole Torah. It reminds us that God initiates communion with us by dwelling among us, that he is king and is worthy of beauty and excellence. It reminds us that when we come together for worship, we are coming before the king. It reminds us that we have a role to play in spreading the good news of God's reign on earth, not only individually, but as a collective witness by unity under spiritual authority. Please follow along as I read Exodus 35, 20 to 22. 